0: Welcome to this week's edition of the OHSAA Football Playoff Preview Show. Now from Columbus, here's Marty Bannister.
1: We have reached the midway point of the 2022 Ohio High School Football Playoffs, and the winner of this weekend's regional semifinals will advance to next week in the regional finals for the first trophy along the playoff path. Welcome to this week's edition of the OHSAA Football Playoff Preview Show from Columbus. I'm your host, Marty Bannister. And Thanks for being with us for the next 30 minutes as we set the scene all across Ohio for this week's playoff games. In this week's show, we'll look at which seeds have advanced to the third round and we'll talk with spectrum analyst and former Ohio State quarterback Greg Fry to get his thoughts on the playoffs thus far. Finally, we'll get reports from around Ohio to set the playoff scene in your region. A reminder, this week the games moved to neutral sites with Divisions 1, 2, 3, and 5, those games on Friday night. And Divisions 4, 6, and 7, those playoff games are set for Saturday evening. All games kick off at 7 o'clock. Let's step aside for these messages from the Ohio High School Athletic Association. You are listening to the OHSAA Football Playoff Preview Show.
2: Everyone knows chocolate milk is delicious, but who knew chocolate milk was a noteworthy source of nourishment? It's packed with essential nutrients. Who knew chocolate milk was an exceptional source of energy, plenty of protein and carbs to fuel and replenish? Who knew chocolate milk was a remarkable way to rehydrate, water and electrolytes to replace fluids? When you're active, chocolate milk is a delicious way to nourish, energize, and rehydrate. Choose chocolate milk.
3: The Ohio High School Athletic Association and the Pro Football Hall of Fame invite you to the 2022 Football State Championship Games in Canton at Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium, December 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. Log on to OHSAA.org for information on the playoffs, state championship games, and tickets, including indoor stadium club passes. Make it a weekend to remember in Canton with the Pro Football Hall of Fame and the OHSAA Football State Championships.
0: Spectrum News 1, a new kind of news channel dedicated to refreshing storytelling and empowering communities across the Buckeye State. With your local forecast every 10 minutes and all of the essential news you need 24-7. Plus, in-depth shows and exclusives focused on your community. Always Ohio, always refreshing,
3: always on. We are Spectrum News 1, exclusively on Spectrum. Hey football fans, now's the perfect time to rush to Canton to visit the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Located only a short drive away, the hall provides experiences you can't get anywhere else. Enjoy the Super Bowl Theater, the game for life holographic experience, interactive displays, one-of-a-kind memorabilia, and lots more. The hall is open seven days a week, so what are you waiting for? Get off the bench and get into the game. Tickets are available right now at profootballhof.com.
0: Welcome back to the OHSAA Football Playoff Preview Show. For the OHSAA Radio Network, here's Marty Bannister.
1: And welcome back to the OHSAA Football Playoff Preview Show. I am your host, Marty Bannister. For the OHSAA Radio Network, which will broadcast all seven football state championship games Live from Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium in Kent, December 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. Tickets, oh by the way, for the state championship games and all of this week's regional semifinal games are available at ohsaa.org backslash tickets. Now let's take a look at which seeds have advanced to this week's regional semifinals. Eight schools seeded ninth or higher have reached the third round, including four number 13 seeds, three number 10 seeds, and one number 9 seed and of the 28 regions all but three number one seeds have advanced and all but four number two seeds are still alive there are also 19 number three seeds and 11 number four seeds who are still playing for a shot at a state championship earlier this week i had a chance to sit down and spend some time with my friend greg fry former ohio state quarterback and spectrum television analyst to get his thoughts on the high school football playoffs so far this season Greg and I have been broadcast partners for many, many years, including days with the old Columbus Destroyers of the Arena Football League and also on Spectrum News 1 and a podcast we would host on YAMO Media. Here's my conversation with Greg Fry. Greg, you got back into coaching this year after being away from it for a number of years, and I know it's something you've, uh, from the years that I've known you, it's been a passion of yours to be a coach. Of course, you've worked a lot in Spectrum television news coverage of high school football playoffs and regular season games over the years. What led you to get back into it, and what was that decision like for you?
4: Yeah, you know, after being in the the TV booth, for for 16 years and not having coached um uh my son is a ninth grader at bexley high school and from watching other coaches that i have respect for coach their sons it was just it was on my radar to be able to coach him when the time came and uh there's a coaching change at bexley last year and i got on the board to help hire the new coach who hired mike kerr who came out of mount vernon you know long story short we had some great conversations and, and finally got on the same page so uh, you know he hired me as his offense coordinator and quarterbacks coach and um you know, I was able to coach my son this year, which is really, really a great thing. Uh, it was, it was a challenge. You know, we won one and eight, and we won our last game, so we, we, uh, we ended on a one-game winning streak, but it <laughs> took eight games to to get there. So to say it was easy would be an understatement. Uh, it wasn't, but uh, but again, very, very rewarding.
1: I've talked to other coaches, Greg, at at different levels, be it collegiately, be it high school, and the opportunity to coach your son or your daughter, depending on the sport, it, it's a once in a lifetime thing, and it, it you you can't pass it up, can you?
4: I don't think you can. And and again, I've got some really good friends that I've consulted with in detail, and and you know they all say the same thing, and and I've watched them, you know, their their sons or, or daughters are or either you know they're past, uh, they're in college, you know, and and or beyond now, and it's just. Uh, I, I i've seen how quickly that can go so i don't want to miss an opportunity i don't want to be you know where, where he's in college and think back that man i should have done that um so it's it's worth you know the ups and downs and the, and the daily grind to be there every day but to be there with him every day and, and participate and you know see him grow and learn is uh is extremely extremely rewarding
1: Let's talk a little high school football now. Let's get into the playoffs. So we're uh, to the regional semifinals, which uh, is always seemingly to me is hard to believe we've reached that point of the season already. We're closing in, just a few weeks away from the state championships in Canton. But as we look at the regional semifinals, there are some lower seeds that have made it to this this round of the playoffs. Uh, maybe give me some thoughts from what you've seen and some folks you've talked to, Greg. What are some of those lower seeds that 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 have that has not have not surprised you that they've made it this far?
4: Well, I think the, the one that really stands out to me is Owen Hedgie Liberty um, in, in Columbus. Uh, they started the year 0-3, and, and everybody wrote them off, including me, because they, <laughs> they did not look like a competitive football team. Uh, ended the regular season 5-5, five five, but starting to put some things together. And then, you know, it's typical. Steve Hale and his staff, they just do this year. and year out. I've seen it too many times. They've been to – I can't keep track of how many state semifinals in the last six years. I, I want to say three or four um out of that region and here they are again um you know with an opportunity to go deep in a region that you know arguably is not as deep as some of the other regions are but to even be still playing football is really impressive to me um as an eight seed but again when you look at what they've done and what you know his his teams tend to get better and better as the year goes on and here we are again they're still playing
1: Another one that stands out to me, Greg, and I wanted to get your thoughts on this. It's a team that you and I saw last year up in Canton at the state championships, and that's Clinton Massey, 5-5 uh, five and five going into the playoffs, and here they are in the regional semifinals, the defending state champs, and I think we all remember that uh, fantastic finish to that game they won uh, on the last play when they went for two to win the state championship. They started out slowly at 1-4, and four, but they've come on like gangbusters right now, and that style that they run, Greg, that uh, let's ground it out and keep the other team's offense off the field, that's almost taken made for this time of the year isn't it
4: it really is another program that you know you get them late in the year not a team you really want to play even if they're not maybe as, as good talent wise as they've been in years past but i would agree you know i talked to some coaches earlier in the year um mark mule is a good friend of mine he's the head coach of bishop Fenwick. we, we talked about them early in the year and both like eh, they're not it's not their year <laughs> but <laughs> you just it's one of those programs you just cannot count them out and you're right it, it's you see teams like that that excel at running the football. And if you cannot stop the run against a team like that, you are in big trouble. And as the weather starts to get, you know, November-like, which it has not been recently, um, that running game becomes more and more important. So, again, not a total shock there, but but compared to where they were, you know, eight weeks ago, yeah, very, very different outcome.
1: And and those lower seeds, lest we forget, they're all going on the road in those first two weeks to win games. And that in its own right is an impressive stat right there, isn't it?
4: Well, it is. And again, I think you're talking about experienced teams that, that have players who have won the playoffs, coaching staff that have won the playoffs. They know how to take care of that. They have the poise and the experience to do that. You know, unlike a team that's maybe first time in the playoffs and they're just trying they're happy to be there. It's very, very different. There's a there's an expectation that goes with that. And uh, those guys are no different.
1: Let's move to the, some of the top seeds that have advanced and some of those seeds that you look at, Greg, and see that have the best chance or, or are a serious threat, I guess is probably the better way to put it, to advance to the state championship games in Canton. Who stands out there?
4: Well, I'm going right to D- Division Six and Mary Local. <laughs> you know, Here's a team that uh, has been completely dominant. They won last year. Um, they are 12-0, and and they have put together six consecutive shutouts. They have nine shutouts on the year. They've only given up 30 points in the season. They beat they beat Coldwater. Coldwater D5 Region 18, 35 to nothing in Week 10. And Coldwater's a team that's got a chance to go the distance too. Um, so to me, they're at the top of. I mean, Utah, I mean, I, I, they're they're better than they've been, which is the scary thing to say. <laughs> so I look at them as uh, you know almost a lock. Um, Division two really stands out to me because I think you got again. Division two has been really strong in, in recent history. Um, and I look at a team like Massillon, at uh, a Region Seven. They played a very difficult schedule throughout the year. They they beat Saint Eds, who's got a chance to, bin, to win Division One. Uh, they went toe to toe with Molar and lost to Molar. Molar another team that can win Division One. Um, you know, maybe this could be Nate Moore's, you know, year to finally crown this thing off because they've been so close in recent history. They're ten and one right now. Um, but you look at the other the other regions: Holbns in Region Five, no surprise there. Toledo Central Catholic, Region Six. Uh, Winton Woods out of Region Eight. They're 12-0. That's a team that's won it. It's been a while, but um, sort of, I, Division two could be really great. But I, I just get this sneaking suspicion this could be mass long year.
1: Greg, as we wrap up our conversation on high school football, I wanted to get your thoughts on the state championship games being played in Canton. Of course, you've played – college football at the highest level at Ohio Stadium, and Ohio Stadium has played host to the championship games for a number of years. But there just seems to be something about the fit for the games at Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium in Canton. As we wrap up our conversation, I wanted to get your thoughts on that. How special is it for the OHSAA to have the state championship games at the Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium in Canton?
4: You know, it's interesting. When you say that, I did a smile gained my face. And I, I've come full circle because – if you asked me this question twenty years ago, I would be crying in my soup that the you know the teams from Southwest Ohio got to drive four hours to play in a state final. And I didn't think that was <laughs> fair, right? But I've come fully the other direction. Um, Stark County wants this to be there. Um, Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium is is the best stadium in the state of Ohio and maybe in the country, I would say, to to host uh, high school state championships. It is a phenomenal venue. And when you add in just the um, the support you get from Stark County and the visitors bureau, uh, the logistics of the hotels and restaurants near there, it just it all fits. And I just I like the feeling and it's a feeling I have as a broadcaster, and I'm sure the other the teams feel it too, of of you know, Stark County wants you there. And and they really roll out the red carpet. And and again, just from a standpoint of, you know, when the state finals come, I mean, I'm getting excited about it, just thinking about how fun it is to be there, right? To just to, to be in that environment. Uh, to witness those types of game in that type of facility is is phenomenal. So uh, you know, it 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 was a very good thing when it was at Ohio Stadium. But I I'd make the argument that I don't think Ohio State cares m- as much about that as they as as Stark County does. And it's not a knock on Ohio State because we know what the lane that Ohio State is in. Right there, they play college football there. It's a different deal. Um, so. I think we're in the right place in Stark County, and I certainly hope it, it continues.
1: And again, my thanks to former Ohio State quarterback, current Spectrum News 1 high school football analyst, and assistant football coach at Bexley High School, Greg Fry, for visiting with us. We invite you to stay with us when we come back. We will hear from radio announcers around Ohio, but let's first allow our local stations to share a few messages from their local sponsors. You're listening to the OHSA Football Playoff Preview Show.
0: The year was 1907. The Chicago Cubs won the World Series, and the Ford Model R hit the assembly line. While here in Ohio, school administrators came together to form the Ohio High School Athletic Association. A lot has changed since 1907, but not the dedication of the OHSAA to education-based athletics in Ohio. School sports teach responsibility, sportsmanship, and life lessons that stay with students long after their playing days are over. Since 1907, the OHSAA seeks to prepare students not for the next level of sport, but for the next level of life.
5: What do basketball, choir, drama club, and marching band all have in common? They're all high school activities that offer learning opportunities not necessarily found in the classroom. They take up just a fraction of a typical Ohio high school's budget, and they go a long way to giving young people the tools they need to thrive. High school activities, they're more than extracurricular. They're extra important, too. This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association and the Ohio Interscholastic Athletic Administrators
3: Association. I've got a math question for you. When you add tolerance, subtract prejudice, and multiply efforts to treat one another with respect, what do you get? Less division and school sports have it down to a science. Looking for an example of what can happen when we realize there's more that unites us than divides us? Look no further than high school sports in Ohio. This message presented by
5: the Ohio High School Athletic Association and the Ohio Interscholastic Athletic Administrators
3: Association. How do you define strength? Is it physical? Or is it mental? Maybe it's both. Maybe it's whatever empowers a person to dig deeper, fight harder, and overcome obstacles that once seemed insurmountable. Discover how much stronger and more confident your children can be. Encourage them to participate in a sport when they go to high school.
5: This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association and the Ohio Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association.
0: Welcome back to the OHSAA Football Playoff Preview Show. For the OHSAA Radio Network, here's Marty Bannister.
1: And welcome back to this week's edition of the show. It's time to break down the regional semifinals of the Ohio High School Football Playoffs with reports from radio broadcasters all across the state of Ohio. Let's start first of all
6: in South Central Ohio. Let's head to one of the voices on the game day broadcasting sports network, There's our friend Chris Solwecki. Thanks very much, Marty. It's regional semifinal week in the OHSAA, and if Leonard Skinner was still singing songs about the Southland, I have no doubt some of their inspiration would come from the slate of matchups on tap for this weekend. In Division 5, Region 19, the games are on Friday night A 6 and a 5 have snuck their way into the Regional Final Four. Number 6, Wheelersburg, is 9-3. They hung 55 on number 3, Barnesville, on the way to a 55-31 victory in Week 12. The Pirates are next set to play number 2, Harvest Prep, who dispatched upset-minded number 10, Seed West, Muskingham, 47-16. This one will be played at Nelsonville, York. On the other side of that bracket, Ironton is number one. They won 48 7 over Portsmouth on Friday night and now stand ready to face number five, Portsmouth West, who faced number 13 Columbus Academy last weekend and won 21 0. This contest will be decided on the Portsmouth Clark Athletic Complex field on Friday night. In Division 7, Region 27, Saturday night's all right for fighting if it's within the rules and OHSAA sanctioned. Number one, Newark Catholic, with a record of nine and one and nine and three Waterford, the number five seed in the region, are set to do battle on Saturday night at Logan Chieftain Stadium. Newark Catholic defeated Portsmouth Notre Dame 35-0 in week twelve, while Waterford won big as well, scoring twenty-eight points in the second half on the way to a thirty-four-seven win over Reedsville Eastern. On the other side of the region twenty seven final four we find a couple of eleven and one teams in number two Hannibal River and number three Caldwell. They'll take the gridiron in St. Clairsville on Saturday night. Caldwell advanced after a 56-12 win over Sciotoville East in Week 12, while Hannibal River hung a 55-12 score on Fairfield Christian Academy in Week 12. Others to watch in the Southland this weekend include Division 6, Region 23 on Saturday night. Number 1, Beverly Fort Fry is 11-1. They take on number 5, Cole Grove Dawson Bryant, who's 8-4 at Lancaster Fulton Field. On the other side of that bracket, number 2, Nelsonville York, who's 11-1, takes on number 3, Bel Air, who's 8-4 at Philo. Sam Hatfield Stadium and division three region 11 on Friday night number one Thornville Sheridan at 11 and one takes on the number five Bloom Carroll Bulldogs at 11 and one that game at Lancaster Fulton Field on the other side of that bracket number two Jackson at 10 and two takes on number three Columbus Bishop Waterson at 11 and one at Chillicothe Hernstein Field it's gonna be an incredible regional semifinal weekend in high school football get out and catch a game near you for the OHSAA Playoff Preview Show, I'm Chris Solenke. And Chris, as always, we thank you for
1: all of the musical references during your reports. Let's move on now to Northeast Ohio and hear from one of the longtime voices of high school football and high school athletics in that part of the state and the longtime voice of the College of Worcester Athletics. Here is Mike Breckenridge from Worcester's WQKT.
5: In playoff news this week, are Maslin and Hoban on a collision course again in Division Two. That could be on down the line. Hoban plays St. Vincent St. Mary this week. It's Holy War II. Knights won Week 8 battle, 28-14. While Maslin tries to keep it rolling, playing Big Walnut in Mansfield. In Division 4, West Holmes is 12-0. and The Knights have had a running score in every ball game this year. Coming off seven touchdowns from junior back Sam Williams-Dixon last week, West Holmes tangles with Van Wert Saturday night at Marion Harding. In Division 5, South Range and Garraway played a great game of the regional final last year, won by the Raiders. If they win this week, they're right back at it again. South Range deals with 6-6 six and six upstart Cardinal Mooney. Garraway plays 10-2 and Perry. In Division 6, Kirtland tangles with Downton Saturday. Can the Wayne County Athletic League champion Bulldogs slow down the juggernaut of Kirtland? Kirtland has six titles and four runner-ups in the last 12 years. That winner gets either Magador or Cuyahoga Heights. 11-0 Magador plays Heights for the sixth time in the postseason, but the first in over a decade. This is Mike Breckenridge for the OHSA Radio Network Playoff Preview Show.
1: Mike, thank you. Let's move on now to the Richland County area, North Central Ohio. And here from Mansfield's WNAN, here's Aaron Hines.
2: Three Richland County schools are still alive in the high school football playoffs. Friday night in Division Three, Mansfield Senior, who's won eight straight, they're 10-2 overall. They'll take on Holy Name in the regional semifinals at Brunswick High School. The two teams met three years ago in the postseason. Senior high won that game 45 to 30 and rot to canton when they played for the state title in 2019 the ty tigers have an incredible defense they've yet to allow a point in two playoff games mansfield seniors defense has over 90 tfls on the year they've allowed a total of 13 points In their last four games combined, three of the four have been shutouts. They allow just 12 points per game on the year. Saturday night, Division 6, Region 22, the 12-0 Crestview Cougars. They've won three straight Firelands Conference titles. They'll battle Columbia Station at Medina High School. The Cougars have been ranked all year in the state polls. They have a very good defense, running and throwing attack. Columbia enters the game, also a perfect 12-0. In Division 7, Region 25, Saturday night, the 10-seed Lucas Cubs are 6-6 and on the year. They'll take on Danville, who's the 3-seed. The Blue Devils are 10-2. Lucas coming off an upset of the number 2-seed Lowellville last week. The game will be played at Clear Fork High School. A short drive for both schools. Lucas last week had to go to the Ohio-Pennsylvania border to win better than two hours. Well, they had a better than two-hour trip in Week 1 of the postseason as they had to go to the Ohio-West Virginia border to battle toronto this week just an 11 mile 19 minute drive for the cubs who have made the playoffs now in nine straight years reporting for the ohsaa radio network football playoff preview show I'm Aaron Hines from WMAN Radio in Mansfield.
1: Let's move along now and get a report from the Muskingum
7: Valley area around Zanesville and from Zanesville's WHIZ. Here's David Kinder. After two weeks of playoff football, only one team is left standing in the Muskingum Valley League, and that's the Sheridan Generals. It's been a magical year for the boys from Perry County. The Generals lost a heartbreaker to Watkins Memorial in Week 2, and they haven't lost since. 10-1 and one overall and the outright champions of the Muskingum Valley League Big School Division and they've done it in a bit of an unconventional way. Sheridan has used a two-quarterback system all season long, with junior Caden Sheridan and senior Reed Packer splitting reps. The Generals are the top seed in Division III's Region 11, the first time they've got the number one seed since 2008. They took care of Circleville in their playoff opener, 26-0, and then won a wild one with Washington Courthouse, 60-34. to Paul Culver III's generals now get set to take on five-seated Bloom Carroll in the third round. The Bulldogs are no stranger to playing Muskingum Valley League teams. Last week, they went to Tri-Valley and knocked the Scotties out of the playoffs. The Sheridan-Bloom-Carroll game will be played Friday night at 7 o'clock at Fulton Field in Lancaster. Reporting for WHIZ Radio, I'm David Kinder for the OHSAA Radio Network Football Playoff
8: Preview Show.
1: And as we wind things down, there are some big games in Central Ohio coming up this weekend. From ninety-seven point one, the fan in Columbus. Here's Ryan Baker.
8: Thirteen teams from Central Ohio have made it to the regional semifinal round of the playoffs, and there are a couple big time rematches in Division One, in Region Two. Last week, Olin Tangi Liberty avenged a first round loss from last season and beat number one Dublin Jerome twenty-eight to fourteen. The Patriots, who are no stranger to this time of year, face fourth seeded Perrysburg Friday. It's all chalk in Region Three as all top four seeds have advanced. Number one Gahanna battles number four Pickerton Central in a rematch from Week Five, a game the Lions won 22 to 20, and it's a rematch of a regional semifinal last year when Upper Arlington battles third-seeded New Albany. UA won that game 41-10, but for the Golden Bears to make it back to the regional title game, they'll have to slow down Eagles running back Christian Manville, who has rushed for 515 yards and seven touchdowns in two playoff games. In Division 4, Region 15, the 9-seed Bishop Reedy pulled the upset and knocked off top-seeded St. Clairsville, although maybe we shouldn't be surprised as the Silver Knights' three losses this year have come to a 12-0 Harvest Prep, 11-1 Waterson, and in double overtime to a playoff Buckeye Valley. Reedy takes on 9-3 Indian Valley Saturday night. Also in Region 15, the Cinderella season of Columbus East looks to continue tomorrow when they face Steubenville. The Tigers, who are 10-1, and have won the only two playoff games in program history the past two weeks. With high school football overtime on 97.1 The Fan, I'm Ryan Baker for the OHSAA Playoff Preview.
1: And thanks to everyone for their reports this week. That's a look at the regional semifinal games coming up across Ohio. Let's step aside for a few messages from the OHSAA, and when we return, we will wrap up this week's edition of the OHSAA Football Playoff Preview Show.
5: School sports need your help. With budgets getting tighter, it's more than the games that are on the line. It's all the traditions, the community pride, the culture of your hometown high school, plus all those memories that are on the line too. What can you do? It's simple. Buy a ticket when you can. Go to a game. Take the whole family. Let's do everything we can to keep those cherished school sports memories alive. This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association and the Ohio Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. The game is over. But this time,
0: instead of asking how many goals did you score or what were your stats, try asking these questions. Were you a good teammate? Were you coachable? Did you give 100%? And did you have fun? Because those are the values that school sports instill in Ohio's young people where winning and losing are secondary to the life lessons that will stay with kids long after their playing days are over. This is the Ohio High School Athletic Association. Educate through sports.
7: You practice hard, you play hard. You're always reaching for your goals. You reach for the next point, the next yard, the next win. And after the game, reach for low fat chocolate milk. It has the fluids to rehydrate you, the right mix of protein and carbs to refuel you, and the vitamins and minerals to help you build strong bones and bodies. Fuel up with chocolate milk. For more information, visit drink Welcome
0: back to the OHSAA Football Playoff Preview Show. For the OHSAA Radio Network, here's Marty Bannister.
1: And before we wrap up this week's show, a reminder that complete statewide playoff brackets are available on the OHSAA website at OHSAA.org, along with the football playoff histories of every school in Ohio. Looking ahead to the state championships, all session tickets are on sale at OHSAA.org backslash tickets. That includes a special ticket package with indoor access at the stadium Club during and after every game. This Friday night, Spectrum News 1 will televise four regional semifinal games. In Northeast Ohio, it will be Cleveland St. Ignatius taking on Lakewood St. Edward. In Central Ohio, it's Upper Arlington versus New Albany. And in the Southwest part of the state, Westchester, Lakota faces Cincinnati Elder. And in bonus coverage on Channel 314, it's a regular season rematch as Centerville faces Springfield. In addition, 12 games will be streamed live by Spectrum at OHSAA.tv. In our next playoff preview show, we will go inside the regional final pairings. On behalf of the Ohio High School Athletic Association, I'm Marty Bannister. Our executive producer is Tim Streed. Technical assistance provided by Yamo Media and Adam Dell. The OHSAA Football Playoff Preview Show is a production of the OHSAA Radio Network.